Hi everyone, I am glad to bring you the word all the way from the Africos where I've been in the last couple of uh, weeks uh, and uh, I am sure by the grace of God as I share this with you to help you uh, tremendously. I am to share on this series that we have had for a couple of weeks now on the topic of uh, financial well-being. And uh, my presentation or the way I will present this, so I'll come from uh, two perspectives. I'll come from uh, the perspective of uh, the experts, so to say, and uh, what I will consider that most pastors, most preachers will present uh, uh, as uh, a practical way, which obviously I also will do. But I will, after that, uh, focus on what I, pref I uh, call a very uh, personal and uh, which I think uh, will be of a blessing, personal way of presenting the same thing, uh, but uh, from uh, uh, what I consider as a very uh, spiritual perspective, which will be able to combine the practical and the spiritual and to make you live uh, uh, the kind of well-being uh, that uh, God has intended for you. So in so doing, I really first and foremost want to give uh, what is financial well-being. Financial well-being is about the control of your day-to-day -day finances and the freedom to make decisions that allow you to enjoy life both now and in retirement. So it is how you are able to manage your finances, your resources in such a way that will bring you fulfillment. But I will go further to say that not only fulfillment to you because we, you are not a, a solitary person, you are in a society. So from God's perspective, uh, financial well-being is not just focused on you, it's a focus on you as uh, the main uh, character, but through you, and I uh, will discover later. So uh, how can we talk about financial um, well-being in a global pandemic era? And this environment, I think uh, uh, finances have caused more and more uh, 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 difficulty, people are, uh, a challenge here and there because of uh, the way their finances have been affected either through their work or so on and so forth but I really want to bring three categories or four categories of people uh, that are to be considered and that uh, you'll find yourself in one of these uh, areas. First of all I will talk about those earning some income or workers or something like that uh, and uh, alongside them maybe uh, those who are not working uh, the, the, so the, the two category uh, categories uh, the, the third is the category of people who are not necessarily working and because of whatever uh, has happened they are on benefit or something like that and the fourth category i am focusing on the retirees i will not have time to define and to go into details about all of that but one way or the other i'm sure as you listen to me you find yourself in one of uh, of these uh, categories so uh, in this time in this uh, covid uh, mid covid uh, environment uh, what are the, uh, the, 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 the tools that you can apply? What are the things you can do to create your financial security? One will question, is money the answer? Is, or, and if money is the answer, 
how much money is needed to be able to fulfill your satisfaction. So I really want you to understand that from God's perspective, First Timothy chapter 6, verse 10 says, the love of money, <clears throat> excuse me, is the source, uh, the source of all evil. It is not money, understand properly, but the love of it. So if you put money and resources and possessions as your main focus, let me tell you, you put yourself in a place of frustration. So God knows that we need money to live, we need money to buy food, we need money to pay for our bills, we need money to invest and all of those things. But he doesn't want us to put money on the top of our head. He doesn't want us to focus all of our attention on money because money is a tool but it's not a means. It is not uh, the, 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 the finality. It, is not, uh, uh, it doesn't define everything. So it is very, very important that uh, it is not to be uh, a fixation. It should not drive us. It is an instrument that we need in order to live and to be whoever God wants us to be. So we all need some money. We not need uh, 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 resources to live and to take care of other people either parents or friends and so on and so forth but uh, 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 in doing so we need to understand that uh, the way we relate to money will determine the quality of our lives and this is one place that it is so important everybody is looking for money but how am i going to have the right attitude vis-a-vis -vis money depends on my perspective and my growth and my spirituality my understanding my uh, 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 maturity in the things of God because the people of the world are overwhelmed by uh, 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 career possessions uh, uh, finances uh, and they can even go far enough to do some unthinkable things but it shouldn't be the case for you and I who are born of the Spirit of God but even though we are born of the Spirit of God even though our kingdom is not of this world but yet we still need resources but it is about our approach that will determine what we have in the end so obviously one has to be wise in the way we, 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 we handle our resources, we need to be moderate in the management of our resources. And this is what any expert, like I said, all pastors will tell you, be sensible in the way you react or you manage your resources because the way you manage it will take you far and will make you fulfilled. But alongside that, I really want to make clear that in such a time as this, fear and all kinds of frustration, tension are in the air because of the particular challenges that we face in this mid-COVID time that we are living in. So for us to come out of this pressure a lot of people who are earning, they are afraid that, or, or working, they are afraid that they might lose their job. Some who are not working, they are afraid that they will never get any job. Those who are even uh, receiving pensions, they are afraid that uh, this will not be sufficient enough. So fear is dominating. Fear is all over. But through this teaching, what I want you to understand is that you need to come to the place that uh, 
the season in which we live needs adaptation. It needs you to react accordingly and to find where your foundation is. And that foundation is only found in God. You need to bring God as the center. Somebody will say, I'm talking about finances. I'm talking about resources. What can God do about it? Remember, in Agar chapter 2 verse 8 says, God, gold is man, silver is man, says the Lord. So God is the creator, he is the owner, he is the one who fabricated, who made money, resources in the first place. So if you want to react to something as you call it practical, you call it uh, uh, experiential, let me tell you, God is the source of it. So this leads me to my take. You need to understand, even though finances, resources, uh, the way you live, the, the place you, you sleep, uh, the kind of food you eat, and all of that uh, are purchased by uh, your income, by your resources. But still, you need to understand that the grace of God and the wisdom that he gives uh, has the ability to help you do this uh, in a proper way. So I want you to understand that whatever, whoever you are, you find yourself in one of these four areas that I'm about to mention. First, there are those among us who live with not enough resources. Secondly, those who live with barely enough. Thirdly, those who live with just enough. And fourthly, those who live with more than enough. And in each of these four categories, there are different levels. So to say, those who are living in the category of uh, just enough, for example, your just is now enough uh, is uh, 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 relative to your circumstances or those who are in the category of more than enough. But we know that those who have more to share with other people are also limited in terms of where they can reach. That is why they, every year there is uh, this uh, 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 statistic or this uh, um, uh, thing about uh, the richest person in the world. It never remains the same for 10 years on a row. Always there is someone overtaking uh, the previous one, so, uh, so on and so forth. That is to say we live in different at different levels, in different categories, and that is dependent on uh, the way we handle ourselves and we uh, deal with our resources. So the first thing that you need to process in this money management, whether you have some or not, or you, do, you have a lot or a little, it is about the fact that money is not your source. Money is just a means. Your source is God. As a child of God, you do not depend on how much you earn. You depend on how much you are in tune, in contact with the one who owns everything. And that is the foundational truth that you need to process in your mind. God is your source. So your salary, your job is not the one. Because otherwise, those who are not working, how will we be? Uh, those who are not earning a salary. For example, I work in the church as a voluntary for the past how many years? So if it is because of a pay slip, then I will be in trouble. 
but my source is God. And God is able to provide far more than what I need. Why? Because as a child of God, I have a communion with him, I trust him, and he takes care of everything. And the reason why we need to understand that God is the source, and because of that, our relationship with him, our wisdom, our interaction with him, and with the way that he will lead us, will make us come to the place of complete control over our resources and over, ultimately, our well-being. And we need from that perspective to go from the book of Genesis. In Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says, in the beginning, God created. So in the beginning, God. And so we need to turn to him because he is the source. He is the very foundation. So let us go to the one who is the source. With him, there is no fear. In spite of the challenges, in spite of the concerns, in spite of all the financial, emotional, spiritual, and uh, uh, all kinds of uh, uh, challenges that we are faced with, uh, let us understand that he is the way. He is the answer. Psalm 34, uh, verse uh, 1 to uh, 10 reads this. I really want to uh, uh, read this. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to, me, to him and were radiant, and their faces were not ashamed. In this time of uh, 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 financial and difficulty from uh, health issues and all kinds of issues, if you look up to the Lord, the owner of life, uh, the creator of life, uh, your face will be radiant. It says in verse 6, This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him, and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. Wow, that is amazing. The young lion lacks and suffers hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. I think I'll stop there. That is so powerful. If I commit myself to the Lord, that doesn't mean I will live in the air without being realistic about the challenges of life. But if I make him my foundation, if I make him my, uh, my, my, my anchor, let me tell you, the Lord will direct me, the Lord will open the doors, the Lord will provide supernaturally through people, through circumstances, through ideas, through creativity, through all kinds of means. So let us turn back to him. Amen. Let us turn to the Lord. In the book of James chapter 5, verse 13, he says, Is anyone among you afflicted? And later on, he continues in verse 14. He says, Is anyone sick? Let him call upon the Lord. So there is affliction which is different from sickness. So from my understanding, from the original translation, is anyone afflicted? That word afflicted there is equal or can be replaced with is anyone oppressed? Is anyone challenged? Is anyone fearful? 
And how many of us in such a time as this find ourselves in all of these areas? The Bible says if you are afflicted, if you are fearful, if you are challenged, if, if you do not know how the, 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 your, your tomorrow will be, it says what? Let such a person pray. Somebody will say, come on, this is a practical thing. Pastor, what are you talking about? Yes, the answer to your challenge, to the suffering, to the oppression, to the challenge comes from God because he is the source. Go to him in prayer for divine assistance to create the supernatural possibilities. God makes the way. He brings provision. He gives ideas. He satisfies your soul. Matthew 11 verse 28 says, the Lord Jesus said, Come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. That means what? All those who are struggling, maybe you are not in the category of people struggling, but you are faced with the reality that you are in contact with so many people who are. And because of your position, you, God wants to use you to be that answer, to be that helper, to be that assistance. So the first place to bring in a breakthrough, a change and a transformation is the place of prayer. Go to him for assistance, for peace. Prayer is the platform. I have said it on different occasions. Prayer is a platform for transformation, for growth, for legislation. In the natural, in the physical, also in the economical area. And anything that needs a, 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 a divine intervention to bring reality into the right place, let me tell you, prayer is the key. God is our anchor. God is the answer. Jesus is not like a, 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 a God, a kind of God who is not interested in our afflictions. He wants to take us out of any situation. He is the light in your darkness. He is your anchor in times of need. He is your sure foundation. Remember John chapter 1 verse 5 says that he is the light of the world. In these times in which we live, where darkness is all over, where difficulties, diff uh, uh, challenges are overwhelming, taking people, look at the number of deaths that we have in uh, the UK right now. Generally in the West, uh, it is uh, outstanding. It is so uh, depressing. But God is the anchor. God is the one to whom we can go. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 43 verse 18 to 19, it says, remember not the former things for I am about to do a new thing. It says, I will make a way where there seems to be no way. The Lord it will bring answer. The Lord will bring solutions. The key to living a happy blessed and fulfilled life is found in Christ. Jesus is your hope. Jesus is your security. Jesus is your helper. In the midst of all troubles, in the midst of all challenges, in the midst of even your abundance, turn to him for increase. Let everything that you go through Pass through that sift of uh, these three areas. How do you spend? How do you give? And how do you save? When we talk about financial 
uh, uh, well-being, you need to understand that you need to be responsible in these three areas. Your spending, your giving, and your saving. And I will not have time to de uh, develop that, but I really want you to pay attention and to take time, sit, uh, and reassess your, these three areas, how you spend. But at the end of it all, at the core of it all, I want you to put your trust in the Lord. Because he only will be able to give you a direction that will take you to your next level. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says uh, 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 three things. Uh, that you need to think the word, you need to speak or pray the word, and you need to act upon the word. You want to see success. You want to have fulfillment. You want to have a, a financial well-being, all kinds of well-being. Focus on the integrity of the word. He said, let this word, uh, the book of the law, do not uh, depart from your mouth. Uh, meditate upon it uh, and make sure to do according to all that is written therein. Then you will make your way prosperous. In another word, you will make a life uh, well lived. I want to tell you today, through scripture, that there is room for you to even thrive in such a time as this. I want to read another passage quickly in the book of Psalm 125, verse 1 to 4. This is so powerful what the Lord has said through the mouth of the psalmist here. He says, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forever. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest upon the land allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous reach out their hands to iniquity. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good and to those who are upright in their hearts. And this doing good and being upright, it comes by our connection, our confession of Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior. If you are troubled, if you are struggling, if you are going through some uh, terrible challenges because of your financial insecurity, start where you should start. Uh, make peace. Uh, accept Jesus. Put him as properly and totally Lord over your life and make him uh, the foundation of everything you do. I can tell you the Lord will never leave you. He will never forsake you. I want you to understand that even in this time of uh, challenging uh, 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 circumstances and situations, uh, no matter what goes on, you may have a job, you may not have on anything, wherever you find yourself, God, if you put him at the center, you make him your number one partner, and you put him as uh, your sure foundation. My Bible says, uh, as you commit in doing that, and as you persevere in doing that, he will make a way, he will provide, uh, he will make you bless uh, and make you a blessing. That is what he said in the book of Genesis chapter 12 verse 2. In, he spoke to Abraham, and we are heirs of Abraham, uh, heirs of Christ, uh, through our faith, uh, 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 we have to receive the blessings of Abraham through our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So you, as a child of God, you are blessed to be a blessing. So the way you live, the way you handle, your, the way you manage your resources uh, will determine uh, your final position in life. I want you to understand, God has a way 
out in this challenging time. He has a provision. He has chosen you at such a time as this to be a blessing, to be blessed first and to be a blessing. You will not be a, 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 a reservoir. You will be a, a, a river. The blessing will come in and through you. You will be a channel by which the Lord will reach out to other people and you will bring a hope. You will bring a laughter. You will bring assistance. You will bring comfort to other people. I want you right now to lift up your voice and to start to pray. I want us to take into a, 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 a prayer these three prayer points. Lord, help me to focus on you for peace in these times of trouble. I want you to pray and ask God, grant me peace at such a time as this. And that peace, for some of you listening to me who haven't made the commitment of making Jesus your Lord and personal Savior, this is the right opportunity. Let me tell you, he will give you peace in the mid, in the midst of a, 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 a hurricane. He'll give you peace in the midst of a storm. I'm not uh, saying physical storm, so to say. I'm talking about the storms of life. God will be that uh, peace. Uh, but also pray, according to the book of Psalm chapter 23, it says, uh, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, uh, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Uh, thou art my rod and my, uh, uh, my shield, uh, 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 and you will uh, uh, anoint my head with oil, and my cup shall run over. Pray that the Lord, in such a time as this, uh, he will be your road. He will be your, your defense. He will assist you, and the Lord will take you to the other side. In the midst of this situation, the Lord will make sure that you have your testimony. The third prayer point is that the Lord, give me grace to be a blessing as you bless me. I don't want to be selfish. I don't want to be only focused on me and me only. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 and verse 9 that uh, we reap what we sow. How, what are you investing in the lives of other people? Make it a prayer, but act upon it. Be a blessing. Be an answer to the needs of other people, and the Lord will surprise you. The flow of blessing will shock you. The grace of God will come and over, uh, overflow in you and through you, and you will be a source of a blessing. Verse 9 of Galatians chapter 6 says, what, uh, As much as we can, we should do good to all men. Be generous. Be be kind, be there for other people. What you sow into their lives will come to you. The book of Ecclesiastes says that we should spread our bread upon the waters. After many days, they will come back to us. I want you to understand that as you pray for grace to be a blessing to other people, as you position your heart, the Lord will make you a blessing. Lift up your voice and let us pray right now. Marabu shakata. So Father, we pray for and we receive. Oh Lord my God, grace to obtain peace in times as, as, as such as we are living in. We are praying for you to anoint us so that in these difficult times we will not panic. We will hold our peace and you will anoint our head with oil for our cups to run over. We also pray for grace that as you bless us that we will know that you bless us to be a blessing. I pray in the name of Jesus of Nazareth let there be a supernatural shift in our lives from 
today, let every one of us be in a place where we can contribute, we can be a blessing, we can be the extension of your kindness and of your generosity to anyone that comes into contact with us. So may the Lord bless you, may the Lord keep you, may the Lord favor you, may the Lord make his face to shine upon you, may the Lord overwhelm you with amazing supernatural, super abundant blessing, not only spiritually, emotionally, financially, relationally, in every area. May you overflow with the blessing of the Lord and may all people who come into contact with you be blessed as they come into contact and let them take that fire, take that joy, that hope, and that uh, 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 blessing to other people. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much and God bless you.